Producer Michael Miracle here, and before we get into today's podcast, I'd like to quickly invite you to join the I Work For Him Nation. Being a part of the nation is all about being Jesus in your workplace, because you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. So, head to our website, iworkforhim.com, and click on the nation flag, then prayerfully consider joining the nation. We'd love for you to join us in this workplace movement. Thanks again for listening. Here's today's podcast. You've tuned in the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I work for him this afternoon as we're going to approach a subject today that maybe you never even thought of before. We're going to blow your minds with some of the information we it, it just bring out and expose right here on I work for him. No, nothing political, but something awesome. That's right. That's the wrong show. You're tuning into the wrong stage if you're thinking I'm going to bring some blockbuster political thing. Not this show. But here's a question. So often we hear in the media that faith and work, they shouldn't mix, they don't mix, they absolutely shouldn't mix. In fact, they say it's unconstitutional. Oh, my word. Okay, that sounds a little political, doesn't it? Well, for crying out loud. In fact, just a few weeks ago, a former presidential candidate told a Senate committee that a presidential nominee to the cabinet should be disqualified because of his Christian beliefs. He was being nominated to be White House Deputy Budget Director, and because this guy believed that Jesus was the only way to heaven, he believes the the senator believed that he should have been disqualified for office. So if you've ever wondered, is persecution coming in the United States of America? Ladies and gentlemen, it's here. There are people right now that want to silence you in your faith. If they're talking to people that saying their faith disqualifies them to serve in political office, the world has been turned upside down. You and me, we need to take this battle seriously. We need to understand that the enemy takes this battle very seriously. And the battle is for the souls of our coworkers and employees. The people that we work alongside, the enemy wants to take them with them. We want to take them with us. We want them to join Jesus, and this takes some time. So, people, we need to wake up. There will one day, there will one day be a culling of the Christian crowd. You'll one day have to take a stand for your faith, and it will cost you something. It's already happening in this country. We've had business owners lose everything because they've taken a stand in their faith. But for now, if you're a business owner or a leader, you have a constitutional freedom of religion. In fact, that freedom is supposed to be so the government won't impose religion on us. It's totally turned upside down. Now the government is telling us what religion is okay and what's not okay. Totally goes against what was set up in this country. But we have freedom right now, today, from the government pushing their view of religion on us. That's why your engagement in our culture is such a key. Today we're going to talk about human resources. We've got, a, we've got a couple of human resource professionals and, and some business professionals who understand that faith in the workplace is desperately needed, and in fact, it's wanted. We're going to hear about it from Jeanette Robert, starting with Jeanette Robert from Marketplace Chaplains. Jeanette Robert, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much, Jim. It's great to be on the show. Well, we're excited. I'm excited to have you here, and I know that uh, you know you're you're in the middle of a conference in New Orleans today, and I know you're surrounded by people. You know, an HR professionals. A lot of people think going to an HR professional conference would be like going to a you know like a CPA conference. There's a lot of people walking around, nobody's saying anything. Hey, there's a lot of communication happening here. There's over 18,000 HR professionals, and they've all gathered in New Orleans. And it's really a place to come and learn, but it's a place to network and then to get resources to bring back to their companies and impact them. 
So this is not your first rodeo at the, well, let's make sure I get it right, it is the Society of Human Resource Professionals National Conference. This isn't your first rodeo there. Why is Marketplace Chaplains at an HR conference? That's a great question, and you're right. We've been uh, with the National Sherm Conference for the past 14 years, and we exhibit here. So we are part of a benefit that uh, HR professionals can choose to, to engage with us uh, to kind of layer into their uh, benefits to their employees. And the reason we're here is to create awareness that this is something that is going to extend and enhance the care that they have in their current culture, and it's a way to uh, provide care to their employees and their families. Well, now, we have highlighted Marketplace Chaplains many times in the show over the last four years since we came into inception. And, and one of the biggest things we talk about is the amazing impact that chaplains who are not associated with the business but who have been invited in by the business owner or leader, the impact that the chaplains are making on a site because they really become part of the business family, part of the organizational family, and the employees, the, the, they adopt the chaplain and then suck the chaplain into their personal lives whether when a family member gets hurt or if somebody dies on the job or somebody dies outside of the job you know like a mom or a dad i mean the chaplaincy has really grown in this country how many chaplains are serving in the united states of america in the marketplace yeah, well, with Marketplace Chaplains, we currently have uh, about 1,500 chaplains across the United States, Mexico, and Canada, and they're serving in a little over 800 companies. We have uh, public and private companies, and they're doing a little around, I would say, about 3,500 worksite visits where they're visiting those companies every single week. How, say that again. How many visits are they making? 3,500 worksite visits every, every single week. Every week. That's I mean, right. That's, that's 150,000 of them a year. Yes, yes. Well, and this give or is, take and a this, couple thousand. You're right. You're right. All right. So you're at an HR conference, and but this isn't, you know, the Society of Human Resource Professionals. That's not like a Christian conference. Okay. So, but you are a decidedly Christian organization. What are you hearing from human resource professionals about the need for chaplains? And, and these are human, and I just want to clarify, these are human resource professionals that see a value for chaplains that don't necessarily see a value for Jesus. Isn't that correct? That is very correct. And uh, so we are here, and we are definitely a Judeo-Christian-based nonprofit organization. Our mission is to spread God's love in the marketplace through chaplain care teams, and we don't shy away from that, but we definitely are care for all. And so when we're talking with an HR professional, the first question that comes up many times is, chaplains, tell me more. How does this work? But we have to realize that chaplains are embedded in our society. They're in the military. They're in our police force. As you mentioned, they're, they're in our Congress. Uh, they're everywhere, um, and we're about extending that into the marketplace. And when a, when an HR professional realizes that, wow, you're a professionally run organization, that when you step on our grounds, you're going to respect our people, you're not going to judge their conduct or lifestyle, you're voluntary, and we're not shying away from, yeah, we're a spiritual uh, influence in these people's lives, but it's with the employee engagement. When they come to the chaplain and say, man, I'm really struggling, i got questions, I need, I need help, can you help me? And point me uh, spiritually uh, towards towards help, and definitely the chaplain's going to connect them to the love of Jesus Christ. So, I mean, I mean, it's so cool, and I want to step back because we got a lot of people tuning in today that have never thought about it this way. Because a lot of you know, a lot of the focus of our shows in the past has been you know a, a local Christian business owner or leader in his or her. Uh, organization, you know, a smaller organization. The chaplain comes in, but they're they're coming in, and it is 
it, not only for the chaplaincy stuff, but also to help help pastor the organization. But when we start shifting the wheel uh, or shifting the focus to a large organization, we're talking an organization with hundreds, if not thousands of employees, all of a sudden the role of the chaplain becomes very different because the chaplain, I mean, do you have some companies where there's multiple chaplains coming into one company? Definitely. We're always going to provide at least two. So we're all going to have a male and a female chaplain. Oh, good. And, you know, many of our companies are multi-site. So you might have multi-sites across a number of states, and we're going to provide local chaplains in each state. You know, our largest company has over 35,000 employees, and we're serving them with a little over 300 uh, chaplains throughout their footprint in in the United States and in Mexico. And that's just... um, you know, because it's an extension of care, they're they're aligning with where those sites are and being a physical presence of care for the employees and their families. Okay, so now let's go back to the Society of Human Resource Professionals, the people that you're going to be hanging out with all week in this raucous party in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> tell me what they're saying. These people that are asking questions about chaplains, when you get a chance to sit down and have great conversations at your booth, your exhibit booth there, what kinds of questions are they asking and what kind of answers are you giving? Yeah. You know, this year, as I said, we've been a part of the organization for the past 14 years, and this year has been a lot of fruitful conversations. One of the conversations that I had just yesterday uh, afternoon, um, this HR professional came up to me and and she was like, you know what, we have an employee-assisted program, which is a 1-800 number that our employees can call. But she says, we're looking for other ways, other outlets for people to get help and get care. Because sometimes it's the last minute they're going to call that 1-800 number. And so we began to talk about many times we're there. Hopefully that employee is going to engage with the chaplain and talk about if there's suicidal thoughts or things coming on. Uh, they're going to hopefully engage with that chaplain before um, they make that, that wrong decision. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got big news for you. There are companies out there that are waking up to the fact that they need help when their employees are hurting. And they are reaching out to organizations just like Marketplace Chaplains, which is one of those endorsed I Work For Him ministries that I love, I absolutely love. They're reaching out to Marketplace Chaplains going, we need some help. And we're doing this show today, and we're talking with Jeanette Robert because I wanted you to know that even if you're involved in an organization that isn't run by somebody who loves Jesus, those kinds of organizations know they need help because their employees need help, and the HR person is no longer able to be that company counselor. In fact, Jeanette Robert, you know, these HR people, they're very busy people. They don't have time to do one-on-one counseling like the old HR people used to do, right? That's correct. What do you hear from those people? I mean, because a lot of people went into HR because they, they thought, well, they get to help employees make good decisions and you know transition well. But today, HR people are constantly battling paperwork, aren't they? Well, paperwork, but they m- many of these HR leaders have a heart of care, and we're never going to replace what they currently do for their people, but we're going to come alongside, hear their heartbeat, and we're going to align, and we're going to help to enhance and broaden that care uh, beyond what they could do. And then it kind of eases them up to focus on some of the other logistic things that need to get done, and they have that peace of mind knowing that, okay, there's a trusted source, I'm not going to get in trouble legally, uh, we're protected, and my people have access to someone who can help them get through life's journey. What do you mean you're protected legally? I mean, what, is it really a legal concern with bringing a chaplain on a job site? 
Oh, definitely. You know, many times, well, we don't mix religion with, you know, with, with the work. And, and the very easy answer from, from our perspective coming in is, you know, we are a care organization. We are here to care, and we're going to treat everyone equally, and it's voluntary for engagement. And so we stay within the parameters to be honorable. We're guessing the organization. We're not shying away from who we are, but we're still going to extend and enhance care, and that's what we lead with. Okay, so we're, it's totally legal. Do you guys ever get the opportunity to serve inside government organizations? You know, maybe people, maybe not direct, well, maybe even city hall, maybe cities or anything. You guys, cities or counties, you ever get a chance to be, oh. or school districts or anything like that? You know, we get approached many times uh, through lots of times kingdom leaders in these organizations or even people who just see the value that this would really help to impact the people. Many times it's difficult when we're dealing with organizations that receive public funds. So we have a little bit of a longer process. We have in the past. It's not really where we're 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 focused, uh, but most of our relationships are with uh, private companies, and we also have a number of public companies. So you're working with private and public companies. Any nonprofits? Yes. Nonprofits, yes. And we even are working with a couple, a university, and then also um, some churches are, are saying, hey, you know what, we're looking at you, and maybe this would be something that would help to impact our staff, if you can come and care for our staff. Wow. And we all know, well, those people that are really paying attention, or maybe people that, that just, maybe some people are going to hear this and learn this right now, our pastors desperately need somebody to minister to them they're so busy ministering to and they can't really share and be transparent with those they work with because pastors are expected to live it with a high level of perfection they're not allowed to really expose any kind of sin life or any kind of you know even though they're sinners they're not allowed to show this (laughs) stuff but having a having a chaplain that they could talk to would be a powerful force in a church definitely so how long have you been with marketplace chaplains so I've been with Marketplace Chaplains just a little over two years. Okay, so what attracted you there? You know, the first thing, it's, it's really God. When God transitions us to a place, um, and being in obedience and aligning myself. I came from corporate finance, and so I was in the finance world. And when God called me out to do this, this is definitely where He's called me. And my heartbeat is is seeing people touched by the love of Jesus Christ in the marketplace. It is incredible to see our chaplains walking in every day, uh, where many of these people would never step into the doors of a church, uh, but they're they're going where they're at. And first of all, caring and loving, and not with physical, not with human love, but with God's love, which that's what draws men. Uh, to know him more at this at the society of human resource professionals that you're at right there in in uh, new orleans and by the way make sure you tell them that i plugged them several times talk talk to me about the people that that you've gotten a chaplain on their work site and they've come back because people always come back to booths with people that they're familiar with because they always like to chat when people come back and give you testimonials what kinds yeah. of things are these non-christ follower hr professionals sharing with you what are the kinds of stories are you hearing that's, that's great. Well, just today, I had one of our company leaders who they signed up with us. They've been with us for a number of years. We've been serving with chaplains. They have about 850 employees. And uh, she shared with me, she said, Jeanette, she said, uh, we just recently had a death on one of our job sites. It wasn't one of our employees, but it was someone that was there at our job site. And the chaplains were right there. She said it just gave such peace of mind in knowing that employees and, and just everyone who's surrounding the situation was able to talk to a chaplain if they wanted to. Or later, the chaplains were available on 
call if they needed someone just to talk to you to just deal with what just happened. And then she said, the chaplains help us keep a pulse on our company. Like, if you think about that, the heartbeat of their company, what's going on in the emotions and all these things with their employees. And so uh, she was just very much values uh, the chaplains serving in their, in their organization, in their company. That is so cool. And, and it, I just love the fact that these HR people recognize they can't do it all and yeah. that people are hurting and they need an outlet for the hurt because if you deal with people's hurt in the workplace, they feel much more appreciated and then and they don't self-destruct because a lot of people That's who are right. dealing with garbage at home like divorce or a sick kid or or a rebellious kid or, or a problem in the family or mom and dad dying or something, whatever it may be. They need a place to talk, and if they don't, they get to work, and all they're doing is occupying a seat and drink and, and drinking and eating oxygen. I meant to say, uh, you know, breathing oxygen. That right. All of a sudden, <laughs> they become productive. So you've right. you've got somebody that we can talk to. You've got Heather Yarbrough that's going to join the conversation today. That is that is a chaplain. I know she's a, she's with the HR Human Resources within Marketplace Chaplains. Talk to me about Heather Yarbrough's role. Yeah, so Heather Yarborough, she is our Director of Human Resources for Marketplace Chaplains. She's responsible for our our whole footprint across our uh, the country, Mexico and Canada, uh, all the HR operations. Uh, she's involved in the hiring, all the processes. And she's here at the show as an attendee. Um, and go ahead and shoot it back to her. All right. So, Heather, here, here's a question. Why, why Marketplace Chaplains? Why are you working there? Well, great question. You know, it's funny. I, too, like Jeanette, came from um, the corporate world. Actually, I did uh, PR and marketing for a long time and uh, came to a point where I was going to be the stay-at-home mom and do that. And, and just as a, as a worker uh, by nature and by heart, I just really felt compelled to um, not only go back to work, but to go back to work for um, an organization that made a difference. And uh, Marketplace just seemed to be the perfect fit as the Lord had aligned everything uh, for me to be connected with the founders. And just instantly, once I um, started with them, it felt like home. So do you get to, as HR person for Marketplace Chaplains, do you ever get to do any chaplaincy work? Or are you the one interviewing all the potential chaplains? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I haven't done a lot of chaplaincy work myself, but yes, I do uh, not personally interview them all um, unless they're at our main office, but every single chaplain that comes through our office or through the application process crosses my desk, and um, as you said earlier, you know, we are certainly very busy, and every single application that comes by, I literally read every single one and um, have a team that actually helps so that we're making sure that we have just the best, most qualified person um, working for Marketplace. You know, the big thing is we want them to feel called um, into ministry and, and to be a chaplain. Well, okay, and so we've got a lot of people listening. I call them part of my I retire for him crowd here on I work for him <laughs> because there's That's because great. there's there's so many people out there that have retired, but you know, we all know that retirement's not biblical and they're all looking for how do I plug back in? How do I stay out of the grandstands, get back in the field and as a marketplace chaplain for a lot of former business owners, leaders, that's um, a phenomenal people that even were middle managers. They've got a heart and a pastor's heart, and they want to help people. And they've got a lot of experience in in dealing with human trauma. How does one become a marketplace chaplain? 
You know, it's so funny. You, you, you nailed it right on the head. Uh, many of them are either by vocational pastors and still actually pastor a church and or they've come from the corporate world. And, and because we serve in the marketplace, we really like them to have kind of both worlds, both experiences from not only a, a, a biblical perspective, but also a corporate perspective. Now, as you know, the workings of a church um, is somewhat different and similar in some ways than it is in, in a corporate world. So most of ours have done both or one or the other. Um, but the biggest thing is that, you know, like you said, I can't tell you how many you would say, you know, it's not biblical to retire. So they just feel really called and led um, to continue to be caregivers to people. And, and I can't tell you how many people just lately um, in the last month of, of pastors through their applications and just ongoing process that goes through it, um, where they're saying, you know, they want to be where the people are. They're not reaching them in the pews, as Jeanette had mentioned. You know, a lot of these people would never set foot in a church. Um, right. And or the, the younger millennials, you know, they go to brunch. They don't necessarily go to church like, you know, we all grew up doing it. It's just out of fashion, so to speak. Um, so with that, the pastors want to be where the people are, and then for those that worked uh, in the corporate world as a CEO, president, or whatever it was, um, they just called to, you know, be where people are and to be caregivers and um, that listening ear and, and just be there for people who are hurting, as you said, you know. Um, well, and, that, and that really is one of the greatest, one of the greatest responsibilities being a manager and an owner of a business is that care for people, being able to invest your life in other people. So a, a, as you... A, a, you know, processor applications, you, you're helping, you're in that their approval process. In your words, how does a chaplain help people? Well, great question. The biggest thing would be, you know, as an HR person, a lot of times employees can't come and tell me certain things because they would be in fear of judgment or that, um, you know, it would help get them terminated or whatever, whereas a chaplain is a third-party neutral person that's strictly voluntary, strictly confidential, that, you know, over time, the chaplain has built these relationships, because as uh, Jeanette had said, you know, they're, they're connecting with these people on a weekly basis, and so they have that rapport and that wonderful relationship, and really, it, it's just, it's a listening ear, someone that can just listen. And, you know, sometimes um, you don't have anybody. You don't have a, a support system anymore. The support systems are, are just waning from, from how they used to be. Um, and, and sometimes it's just if you're having a, a problem, say, with your boss, you know, it's just another person to kind of a sounding board, and sometimes you feel so much better just getting it off your chest, uh, whereas the chaplain, too, though, can help, you know, guide them as they ask for, for different, you know, guidance or directions or just offer them um, resources if, if it need be, uh, as, as uh, Jeanette had said about, you know, lots of suicides and just different things that, that come up because people are so stressed and, and working so much and they're not um, getting refilled in, right. in, their, in their life. Heather, thanks so much for joining in the conversation and sharing that perspective. We love, I just love where this conversation's going, and I love what you and Jeanette are so passionate about, and we're excited about what's going on, and we just hope that you guys have a great time. All right, we're talking human resources today, but we're talking about human resources to blow your mind, because I wanted you to know that Jesus is alive and well and he does have a purpose in companies not being run by Christ followers. So many of us limit our understanding and our just so many of us, and I'm putting my—I many times have doubted that Jesus could break into a large corporation. But we're hearing it today from Jeanette Robert from Marketplace Chaplains. Jeanette, we get a lot of people tuning in, brand new at the bottom of the half hour. Talk about 
marketplace chaplains and how they're breaking into big companies by being a chaplain and, and how they're how they're ministering inside those companies that aren't necessarily run by Christ followers. That's good. Yeah, you know, we're having opportunities uh, to work with non-kingdom-minded business leaders and executives of companies who, number one, they have a heart of care. And so let's say there's a listener listening, and they're like, man, I don't think my boss is a believer, but how do I introduce this to them? Or what is? how does this even work in a company where there's maybe not kingdom-minded business leaders making decisions? Well, we deal with them all day long, and really it's about if you already have a culture of care, it, it, we just fit right into that because that's what we're about is enhancing that current culture of care. And, you know, lots of times these business owners and executives, their heartbeat is, I want my people to feel valued. I want them to be productive. I want them to know that they have resources that our company helps them with in their time of need. And we're layered in as one of those resources. Wow. And I, I love that. You're a benefit and people understand it. In fact, we talked right before the break with Heather uh, Yarbrough, who was talking about the fact that these HR people are communicating, wow, this is really meeting a need within our company and we're touching the lives. Chaplains are touching the lives in places where we as HR people, if you're in a big company, she mentioned one company, 850 people, or maybe it was you that mentioned, no way one yeah. HR person can minister to the needs of 850 people. No way. Can't be done. Uh- that's right. But that's where the chaplain fits in. Now, you've got somebody joining us on the air today, Tiffany Shun. She's a compensation and benefits manager with a leading industrial products company. Why don't you introduce Tiffany and tell, tell us why you brought her on the air with us today. All right. Well, Tiffany is here at the Sherm Show, and she stopped by our booth today, and she's one of our company leaders who her company has engaged with Marketplace Chaplains to have a CARES team for their employees and their families. And so Tiffany um, is a part of the relationship with us, and she can speak real right into how is it affecting their company, but also why Marketplace Chaplains. All right. So Tiffany Shun, welcome to I Work For Him. Good afternoon. It's so good to have you. I really appreciate you giving time. It sounds like you're actually calling in from the floor of the Society of Human Resource Professionals. I am. I am. I actually trying to find a quiet place. So. Yeah, <laughs> in a conference. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's perfect. Tell me, Tiffany, why did you bring in Marketplace Chaplains to your company? Well, you know, actually, when I came into the company, uh, we already had Marketplace Chaplains in place, and we've actually had them for 20 years. So it's one of those things that as an HR professional coming into a business and especially being in benefits and finding out, okay, what is this service? You know, I've never really heard of this. And, and wow, I'm impressed that, you know, this large organization has this for our employees. So the more I got to find out about Marketplace Chaplains and all the work that they do, the more I was extremely impressed by not just the um, services that they provide, but the presence their presence just being in the facilities, how it makes our employees feel. So I actually travel to several different of our offices and, you know, getting the benefit feedback. And the biggest thing that everybody was just high on their list of benefits was the marketplace chaplain. So and you, didn't even, have, you didn't have anybody come up to you and say, Tiffany, this has got to go. It's, it's, it's illegal. It's immoral. I can't believe you guys are shoving Jesus down our throat. I mean, you don't, you don't have anybody that's, that's said something negative about your chaplaincy program? There are always those that I always <laughs> want to test everybody, right? Yeah, no, okay. There are always those individuals, and they are generally, um, you know, top top of the food chain um, <laughs> that do question it, you know, and especially, you know, going from a pri- you know public sector or private sector to a public sector, that's something that everybody considers. You know, are are we just shoving this down, you know, the employees' 
you know, at their faces and say, hey, you have to do this. And one of the things I want everybody to know today is that there is a stigma attached to it. And breaking down those barriers with your executives, it's actually, I think the number one feedback we, you know, we received is, well, you know, they're just going to walk around and, and try to push their faith on everybody. And that's not what they do. They're really there for the employees for any issue that they're going through. Um, they're there just to talk to them. They, you know, they get to know you. They get to know your family. They get to know, you know, when they when Rebecca, our, our chaplain, would come by, she would ask me, how's your dog Diego doing? I mean, she remembers these things. You know, it's just one of those personalization touches that as, as HR benefits, you know, professionals, we don't get to have that interaction with our employees on that well, level. You, yeah, you don't have that kind of time. Now, and, it, and it's not true that, that these chaplains are in proselytizing. They're actually, they're making themselves available, but if somebody doesn't want to talk to them, they don't have to talk to them, right? Exactly. When, and, you know, being in manufacturing, I mean, we can't, a lot of times we can't have the chaplains walking around in the manufacturing floor. So we set a place for them and we let the employees know that, you know, our chaplain is in place from this time to this time. You are more than welcome to stop and see him or her at your leisure. And it's just something that just being in the building makes everybody feel, you know, secure and they feel like it's a safe environment for them to talk about whatever it is that they need to talk about. So what? talk to me about the impact on your people, on the people that work at the company that you're with. Talk to me about what, I mean, what kind of things have, have people commented on? What, what do you see as the mental impact on your workplace? You know, I want to share actually a story. Go ahead. Um, we had an employee who came into um, one of our HR partners' office and, and wanted to share with them that, um, they were they were actually very very suicidal, and if it weren't for the marketplace chaplain, that they don't know where they would have been at that point in time, and they wanted to thank us for having the chaplains in place and having that resource available to them. And she said that that was the best thing that ever could have happened to her, and she still goes very faithfully um, once a week when the chaplain is in the office to see them every day or every week, and she really, really appreciates that we did that. It's those stories that keep us, you know, in touch with our marketplace chaplains and, and make it, it just proves to the executives that how relevant this is and how much our employees need it. And we've had them tell us before, you know, lots of different employees say, you know, this is the only thing that gets me through. I have a horrible home life. I, you know, I, I'm in a bad relationship or, or whatever the case may be. And knowing that I have a person that I can talk to and a safe location to do so means the world. Well, and, and you can't pay enough money to save somebody's life. And, and, and marketplace exactly. chaplains, they're, they're volunteers, right? Yes. I mean, I mean, how cool is that? I mean, that is so powerful. And that story, I'm sure that that person's not going to share the story. Hey, by the way, I was suicidal, but... To be able to know that as a manager, I brought in somebody that actually talked somebody, talked sense into somebody so they wouldn't kill themselves. That's amazing. It's an amazing story. Yeah, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of workplace professionals that are going, okay, but if I'm bringing in a chaplain and people are stopping what they're doing and going and talking to the chaplain, how does that impact my bottom line? Is there a negative bottom line effect when you bring a chaplain in and people leave their workstation to, at, at your place to go talk to the chaplain? You know, actually, it's funny. We've actually found that it's the opposite effect. 
we have found that our employees are more productive by being able to take that mental break and that spiritual break and, and to get that healing that they need at whatever is going on, you know, at that moment in time for them. They, they, they leave for maybe five, 10 minutes, sometimes 15, you know, sometimes they take a little bit longer, but that rejuvenation that they get during that time frame is what makes them a happy and a productive employee so that when they do come back to the floor, they're more productive than they were when they left. And how do you track that productivity? Do you have, do you have like line supervisors or somebody that are going, that, that are mentioning that? I mean, how do you know it improves your, your productivity? Yeah, so definitely metrics are, are a big, you know, a big part of that. We actually include, you know, you sign out to go to the chaplain so that we know we can kind of track and see how many employees are, are utilizing the surface and how long that they're out. And then, you know, where our production was up until the time that they left. And then when they came back, you know, was there, was there a dip in the production? Did it increase? So that's really utilizing the metrics and, and really, um, you know, looking down that granular to see what, when they're out, they're, you know, they're visiting the marketplace chaplain, they come back and that they're more productive. Now, how many employees are at the business that you, that you work at? So we actually have 750 employees. Um, globally, but um, in the United States, we have uh, about six locations, and four of those locations have the marketplace chaplains currently. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, there's always a struggle to um, bring new businesses into the idea of having marketplace chaplains. So we have, uh, you know, we have four now, and we are definitely expanding, looking to expand into our other offices as well. Wow, and what's the biggest resistance? They just don't understand it. They don't get it, or they got concerned. Why would they? Why are they not allowing into those other two locations right now? So really, it comes down to um, the HR um, employment law piece of it. The ones who really don't understand how things work, and right. they don't understand that they're they're going strictly off the perception is, hey, you know, we're bringing we're bringing in these these chaplains and they must all be one, you know, denomination, you know, and they're coming in here and they're going to be preaching on, on this specific, you know, denomination, whether it's, you know, Catholic or whatever, that's, that's the feeling that they have. And they don't understand that it's not, um, you know, they're not discriminating in any, any kind of faith. And so I think that's for us is the biggest thing. Also the production, um, you know, providing those metrics, showing that this, this is indeed not hurting our bottom line. And, and that's, those are the two biggest things that we're finding. Well, and you said that very, very well to, as to not offend anybody that might be listening to the show someday. I, I love that. Talk to me about, would you recommend this? I mean, you, you're, in a, you're in a manufacturing environment. You're an HR person in a manufacturing environment. Would you recommend this not only to other manufacturers, but to other workplaces, to other organizations? Would you recommend that they bring on a chaplain? Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, no matter what business somebody's in, if you still have employees. And, you know, coming from an HR background is, is that we're there for our employees and we're there to support them in any way that we can. And this is something that most people don't think about as far as benefits. You know, this is something that they don't have to be walking the floor. They don't have to be going around everybody's offices. And, and you know, some people say, oh, they're going to be bugging us and we're on the phone or whatever. It doesn't work like that. And, you know, I'm here to tell you that it, it's actually very non-invasive. They come in, you just set some, you know, guidelines of this is where I'd like for you to be. They were, they're there to work with you and for you. 
not against you. You know, there's people listening today, though, Tiffany, that, that work in an organization that they, they're going, oh, I wish I could get a chaplain in my organization, but I'm not in charge. I'm not the, not the one that makes a decision. How can one of our I Work For Him listeners talk to their manager about the value of the chaplain? What, what, would, what would be some of the argument that you would love to hear? You know, I, I think the biggest thing on that, too, coming, you know, as an HR professional is that I want to challenge you to empower yourself. If this is something that you definitely feel strongly about and you want to bring that up to somebody, start with your HR. Start with your HR. Explain the benefit. Explain why you think it would be a great benefit for your company. And and just start that initial conversation with your human resources professional. Um, chances are that they're going to be on board. They may not even know it exists. Like I did. I didn't know it existed until I came into the current position that I'm in. So it's one of those things that you just, you have to take as much information, feel very passionate about it, and explain as much as you can, and then make sure you back it up with the resources um, and say, you know, here's a contact person to contact with Marketplace Chaplains. And, 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 and of course, you're, you're willing to give a, a, a testimonial anytime, right? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. That's fantastic. <laughs> Tiffany Shun, thanks so much for joining us on I Work for Him today. Really appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Have a good afternoon. Now, I mean, really, do HR professionals ever let down their hair? <laughs> you know, um, I, I just loved hearing what Tiffany had to say because, you know, she is speaking. She's one who lives this every single day. And for her to say um, that the chaplains are non-invasive and that she knows there's a comfort level, that's pretty powerful. And uh, just to be that voice out there, that, that's pretty powerful. Well, and, and I loved, and by the way, I love the way you just totally skirted past do, do HR people ever let down. <laughs> this is, I'm not going to let it go, but I will let it go, but I'm, I'm still thinking about it anyway. So the <laughs> impact on company culture. Talk to me about the, the stories that you hear. I want to hear some stories of you know business owners or leaders that have come back to you and said, mm-hmm. okay, Jeanette, you were right. This wasn't not only not a negative thing, this was a powerful thing. This is how it impacted our company. What are some of those stories? Yeah, we have a, a company who they engaged with Marketplace Chaplains. They had a pretty rough crowd. It was um, another manufacturing firm, um, you know, with a lot of tough, rough guys and uh, lots of foul language on the on the floor, and you know, just 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 a tough environment. And they engaged with the chaplains, and um, over time. He just couldn't believe. He's like, over time, the language started cleaning up on the manufacturing floor. He said um, certain pictures were taken down off of the walls. You know, just like a different respectful atmosphere. And, and you know, the chaplains never are never speaking to change things. There's a presence. And I think that's one thing that Tiffany talked about was just as a presence of care, even when the chaplains don't say anything. You know, another story where we've heard from employees telling their um their um, their business leaders, thank you so much for having this chaplain uh, care services care team for uh, for myself and and our employees. The chaplain didn't even have to say anything. When I saw the chaplain walk by, I just automatically could breathe deep and say it's going to be okay. Well, how do you how do you quantify that? How do you measure that? That's incredible. That employee didn't even have to say anything. They saw the chaplain and took a deep breath and was like, everything's going to be okay. 
I mean, that's it's incredible. And I know I've heard stories of chaplains who've been on job sites where somebody was killed on the job and those people yeah. were able to minister. And I've heard stories of chaplains who've been brought in. Maybe it wasn't somebody hurt on the job, but somebody who had a chaplain at work, but got him involved in a family funeral. I mean, you get stories like yeah. that all the time, don't you? Oh, definitely. You know, we had a general contractor where we served the general contractor, and on the job site, one of the subs had uh, fallen from some scaffolding. And we didn't serve that company with chaplains, but because that general contractor was engaged with Marketplace chaplains, we also served the business relationships of our companies. And so this business owner sent the chaplains to the hospital to the subcontractor, and those that chaplain walked with that family through the healing. I believe it was six or eight months um, mm. visiting the hospital, walking with that family, and the report coming back of that subcontractor saying, man, I, didn't, I wasn't even engaged with Marketplace chaplains, but you cared for my employee and their family in the midst of, you know, an accident that happened on the job. And, you know, that kind of goes back up to the company leader and, and just how that's extending and enhancing the care that they currently have, but not just to their own people and their families, but to the companies that they serve and they work with. How can people apply for the job of being a marketplace chaplain? We have people listening today are going, wait a minute, I think I want to do this. How do people apply? Yeah. So first of all, just like Heather said, you know, uh, it's all going to go through through Heather, who was on the call a little bit earlier. And so we direct everyone to the website. So it's um, www.marketplace.com. MCHAP, M as in Mary, C-H-A-P-U-S-A.com, uh, MCHAPUSA.com, and there will be links all over the place. Click to become a chaplain, and you just walk through the process, show your interest, and then we get you in the pipeline. How many applications do you get a year for people who want to be chaplains? You know, I can't really speak to that myself. I believe Heather would have to oh, speak I should to have that. asked Heather that I question. Okay. <laughs> all right, but so, let me, so let me, I'm going I'm to take back that question. Answer this question. Yeah. There are people <laughs> listening today. What is, what is one thing that you want to make sure you got out today that I didn't ask a question for? Really quick. Yeah. Well, really quick, uh, if you're interested and you're a company leader or you work in a company and you'd love to have chaplains, um, same thing. Hit the website. You know, that's where um, we would love to uh, connect with you and have an exploration meeting and just talk through how does this work. We also have a 1-800 number. It's 1-800-775-7657-775-7657. Jeanette Robert with Marketplace Chaplains. Thanks for being an I Work for Him today. Did an awesome job. Really appreciate the information you brought. Thanks, Tim. God bless. Uh, all right. Thank you. All right. Like you said, check out mchapusa.com. mchapusa.com. I know we have some listeners out there that are looking for phase three. What do I do with my retirement years? mchapusa.com. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace is my mission field. Ultimately, I work for him. <laughs>